No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning. This is Phil Stargell, and this is the Abolitionists Roundtable. Good morning, Bruce, and good morning to Derek, and good morning to all the audience out there. And Bruce, good morning, uh, Phil. what do you, uh, you know, this is what the second weekend. This is the second show after this this disaster, as I call it. I mean, yeah, uh, and uh, a lot of people don't uh, they they don't believe that there is much wrong in the universe today. But I, I say that uh, this is the first step of us stepping yeah. off of the the final government in this country, in this world, yeah. that, that, that has a true republic. Yeah. We are now what the Democrats have been trying to do, and, and that is to put, put us into a democracy, and mm-hmm. uh, we're there. Because uh, and, and if you don't understand the difference oh, yeah. between a yeah. democracy and a republic, right? Uh, let's just say that that, okay. uh, that uh, republics are liberty and justice for the people, mm-hmm. and the government tries yeah. to maintain that. Whereas in a democracy. The, the government is and, and, and continues to try to be the all yeah. in everything. And they pass out the, the benefits according to what can keep them in the power. And this oh, is yeah. the problem that we have. And we are hit, we are there. The, the, the Democrats told you that, uh, that Trump was bad for democracy. I don't know how he could be bad for democracy and he wasn't even running. Yeah. And and and, and too many of uh, of our people, such as uh, a local reporter around here, Nolan Finley, you know, he's he's on board for making sure that uh, the ideas that Trump have don't get yeah. uh, uh, get any weight with it because all of his assignments seem to be to to, to dog the idea of maintaining a republic. He, he yeah. is four square for a, democ- a democracy. And, and he's, not, he's not the only one. This is, uh, there no. were two uh, articles uh, that appeared in this uh, Thursday. First of all, good morning, uh, Phil, and good morning, Derek, and good morning to all of our great listeners out there. Uh, <clears throat> on Thursday's Detroit Free Press, Detroit Free Press, Detroit News, rather, uh, a columnist, uh, Bankley Thompson uh, said that the problem isn't in regards to Trump. Says the problem is our country isn't is not is the problem is our country's trajectory toward a multiracial democracy is the antithesis of the themes weaved into Trump's "Make America Great Again" political sloganeering. 
Trump has never been interested in expanding his base, but instead doubles down. And there are two lies right in that uh, right in that statement. First of all, we are not a multiracial democracy. Okay, we are a republic limited by a constitution. And this guy, if and this this guy needs to get his mind right on that. Okay, he needs to go back to school or just pick up a copy of the Constitution and find out what it says about what type of government we're supposed to have. We are not a democracy. And then and he talks that, about Trump Trump never being interested in expanding his base. Well, what the hell do you call it when he got 5 million more votes, at least 5 million more votes in 2022 than he got in 2016? Yeah. And it scared everything that they could out of the, out of the Democratic Party because it would have sidelined yeah. their agenda. Their agenda has been ever since the... Uh, uh, the the 60s mm-hmm. is to turn us into what they what we have now. It's a democracy, yep. and, and, that's and, and what they do is by offering different segments mm-hmm. of the society what they want in order for them to get more power, mm-hmm. and that's what they've done. They 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 yeah. uh, they mm-hmm. they twisted the law, and most importantly. What they've done is that they have gotten a hold of our kids and turned our schools into, instead of schools, uh, places of education, mm-hmm. they're, they're places of indoctrination. If, yeah. Tell me what else could explain it when they can, well, throw, out, when they can throw out by the Bible and mm-hmm. put in the homosexual strip dancers. Oh, now... <laughs> And and now, Phil, I was listening to Mark Levin the other night, and apparently a judge has ruled against efforts to stop uh, teaching uh, critical race theory in the schools. One judge. I'm not. Sh- I I didn't get all the details, but this one judge has taken it upon himself to decide what America's uh, uh, public school, government school curriculum is going to be. One man. Okay, yeah. out of three hundred and. 40 million other people, uh, uh, Americans. That's what democracy will do. That's not even majority rule. That's tyranny. one guy that kind of power. And that's tyranny. When you have have one. Well, Mark Levin, what was his first book? Uh, Men in Black? Yeah. I love his first book. And as far as Nolan Finley goes, listen to this, folks. Okay. Uh, In his uh, Thursday... Uh, just a couple of days ago, November 17th, front page column on the Detroit News, he says the party is controlled by its grassroots, which means that the uh, delegates who will decide who's going to be the next state party chair, that delegate group is overwhelmingly comprised of Trump loyalists. What the hell is wrong with that? Okay, now, we don't talk about grassroots. You know what real grassroots was, Phil? The Tea Party. Yes, okay, you exactly and I were right. part of it. Derek was yeah. part of it, I'm sure, right? Right, Derek? You're part of the Tea Party movement. Okay, he's nodding his head uh, you know, vigorously there. And I'll bet the vast majority of our listeners were, were members of the Tea Party. I can remember going out to, making the hour and a half drive out to Lansing a couple of times. And, and, and the thing about that, the striking thing about that was that for so many thousands of people gathered on the lawn in front of the state capitol, not one piece of trash was left behind. Not yeah. one cigarette butt. Not one candy wrapper, not nothing. Now, what do you think would happen? And this is the same time as this uh, Occupy Wall Street thing was taking place in New York, right? 
And, and what did that? And what was the aftermath of that? Trash all over the place. Uh, you know, busted store windows, uh, damaged, uh, damaged yeah. businesses. Okay. But what? But, but what more? And Nolan uh, Finley has the as, as a nerve, Phil, the, yeah. the, the 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 nerve to attack the grassroots movement of conservatives like you and me and Eric and, and Derek and all these all these great people that listen to our broadcast and all these other great people across this country. You're damn right, we're grassroots grassroots movement. And they well, more and more importantly, does, more importantly, yeah. there was there was a little thing called uh, uh, racism that was involved in this. You see, oh yeah, in people like myself, whenever people that were not not any uh, high officer in the uh, in the Democrat Party, but but. Local people like Bangalore Thomas always talks about him being the grassroots and people that he knows. <laughs> but those people, yeah, when they when they uh, found out that people like myself were were in the Tea Party, just like they do with black people that that say they like Trump, they ridicule them. They make it so you are questioning. Why would I be in there? Because this 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 group of Tea Party, they 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 allow the the announcers uh, on on uh, uh, radio shows and television shows to refer to the Tea Party as tea baggers, which is some kind of a I I, I still don't know what 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 it is, but it's a it's a pornography pornography type. Uh, act when they right. call us tea baggers, and they had a, a good time with that. Call, oh yeah, I remember. I can tea baggers. Yeah, and and yeah. and the and the media participated in that nonsense. But exactly. what's what's more, even more to the to the point? What they always do is anything that uh, uh, makes it out that uh, the tea parties are uh, that that Republican people are making moves that are not of the norm, they don't just uh, disagree with it, they demonize it. Yeah. They, yeah. they go back to the old Alinsky thing and target it and figure out a way. Well, that's what they've done to, to Trump. That's mm -hmm. what they've done to any per effective uh, uh, pol politician. Yeah. The Democrats get away with demonizing them for his, not uh, his actions, but his beliefs. Mm -hmm. And then they turn around, and if you believe what he believed, they demonize you. Of course. Well, and 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 it's 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 not only that, but you know, to attack to attack a a, a, a gubernatorial candidate uh, with the with with the uh, the the hutch, with the with the, uh, the intestinal fortitude, the guts. The drive and determination that Tudor Dixon showed all through this campaign, even though she was hamstrung by the Republican establishment telling her to stand down, she didn't stand down. She stood tall. She stood tall in those debates. Well, I would vote for her in a heartbeat again. But he, but Mr. Finley, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Establishment uh, Republican uh, uh, columnist for the Detroit, Detroit News, he calls her a wing nut. Yeah. He calls so, Christina Caramo a wing nut. He calls Matt DiPerno a win. Why? Because Matt DiPerno uh, had, uh, you know, he had some legitimate questions about the way the 2020 election was handled. And look what's happening 
And uh, Gary in Arizona, I hope you're listening because uh, I'm going to bring this up too. There, it's taken them a week and a half, Phil, to count the votes when the yeah. state of Florida, which has seven times as many people in it, they were able to get their election results tabulated before midnight on election night. Something is going on here. And Mr. Finley, where were you, sir, when the, when the Tea Party was, uh, was, was, was thriving here? We could have used your support, but no. You chose to attack us. You chose, you didn't, where were you? I didn't see you at any of the rallies. Nope. And we were, we were in several of them. And, so and if he did come, if he did come, and throw stones and cast dispersions yep. on a great American like Donald Trump or yep. Tudor Dixon. So as I said, if you look at the, the results of this, this last election, yep. it all boils down to one thing. The Democrat Party more effectively campaigned to the Republicans than they did to the <laughs> Democrats. Boy, they Be sure did, didn't they? Because, because what happened is there there was uh, something like an 8 million vote uh, gain by the, uh, on the overall picture, 8 million yeah. votes. By voters. women, women yeah. increased their vote by eight million nationwide, but it didn't be down to the Republicans. It went to the Democrat side on this issue because of the abortion issue. Yeah, exactly, and and that's and that that bring, that brings me to uh, to something that uh, I, I heard. I I had this is like you have to do a double take sometimes and hear something you can't really quite believe it. You heard it the first time, and and you got to listen to it again. Uh, now that the election's over, okay, and we do have the House, which is a victory, okay, it's not a complete and total total disaster. It could have been a lot better if, uh, you know, if uh, the, the Republican Party had gotten behind his candidates instead of uh, attacking a lot of them like, uh, you know, like we they did here in Michigan. Uh, like Mumbles McConnell. Oh, yeah, McConnell, yeah. I mean, you're sitting on, what, 200 million bucks? Or you're sitting on 100 million bucks? Yeah. And they didn't start... Uh, giving money to, to folks until it was too late in the game. Yeah. You know? But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, the Senate Majority Leader, uh, who was going to remain in place, his name is uh, Chucky Schumer, uh, announced that the Democrat Party is going to be pursuing, going all in on amnesty for 11 million or however many Ill, uh, illegal aliens are out there. He didn't call them illegal aliens. He called them DACA dreamers, you know, usual, the usual uh, Democrat doublespeak. And he said that we need the workers yeah. because we are not reproducing in the numbers we used to. Go ahead and play that, Derek, if you would, please. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers, and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. Now, let that sink in, folks. Okay, this guy said that we need to have more immigration, and he didn't distinguish between between legal and illegal, just like they didn't distinguish between uh, adults and children when they said individuals get access to all this reproductive health care in Proposal 3. And we get to that in a little bit, too. <clears throat> but one reason, folks, and you know, as, you know as well as I do, 
if you've been listening to this program or you've read my book, The Negro Project, Margaret Sanger's uh, diabolical, duplicitous, dangerous, disastrous, and deadly plan for black America, one of the big reasons why we are not reproducing, why our birth rate is so low, our, our uh, replacement level is so low, is because for the last 59 plus years, uh, uh, almost 59, 59 plus years, uh, 49 plus years rather, we have, almost 50 years rather, we have, we have butchered, butchered 65 million unborn children in the womb, Phil. Children who are mostly black or were mostly black and who, if they had been allowed to live, would now be, well, some of them would be nearing retirement age probably. But we would have, but the majority of them, if they had been allowed to live, would have been able to grow into productive, contributing, tax-paying adults who would who would have enriched our society in so many ways that we can't even we can't even imagine would have enriched enriched our society. Instead, what we have here now is, as of the the, the release of my book back in 2015, it was estimated that we had lost. Over seven, 30, between 35 and 70 trillion dollars in gross domestic product. Now imagine that money, that money, Phil, being pumped back into the into the U.S. economy. We would have an economy ten times the size of what we're seeing in China right now. But it's more than that, Phil. Not only do we have the the this, this the abortion issue. But the fact that women are just not having children anymore because they bought into the feminist lie that, yeah, you can have it all. Okay, remember what the uh, glorious time said, Phil, about uh, about uh, a woman need a woman needing a man. Remember yeah. what she said about that? Yeah, quite. Uh, not even slipped my mind. <laughs> okay, a very famous, uh, very very famous coil of wisdom from Glorious Dynam. Oh. A woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, I remember that now. Yeah, 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 and uh, it's uh, it, it's just the way that things uh, things have have come down well, it, over the last fifty years or so. I mean, yeah, you know, but hey. it, but but, but uh, they glorified that statement. They glorified that statement, and 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 if oh, yeah. it had been safe from Trump, they would have figured out some kind of way to make it. Uh, 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 mm. Some, some some a pejorative statement. Mm -hmm. This is what the media has done to this country, and this is what our public schools yeah. have have uh, been in partnership with this. Because this stuff, when I was going to school and when you were going to school, abortion was was taboo. Mm -hmm. And 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 there there was illegal uh, back alley abortions. Yeah, but. It was. It was not. It was not glorified. These people oh, no. have glorified abortion as being some kind of savior of humanity or womanhood yeah. or something. Well, if if you listen to uh, Life Issues with Brad Mattis, um, every so often you'll hear the you'll hear the the one about uh, this book precisely to the back alley abortion uh, uh, myth uh, from a, from the nineteen seventies. Uh, according to uh, what. Uh, uh, what Brad Mattis was saying in the year before Roe versus Wade became, you know, became a uh, legalized abortion across the country. Uh, thousands of women did not die in back alley abortions. Thirty nine 
of them did. And the person who made that claim, Dr. Bernard Nathanson, who used to work with PETA, or not PETA, but Planned Parenthood, may as well be PETA. <laughs> they're, 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 they're pro-abortion too. Uh, but uh, uh, Planned Parenthood, uh, he admitted that those numbers were completely false. And now he has gone completely over to the pro-life side. So he said, I, don't be, I won't say he's had a deathbed conversion, but I think maybe he, uh, maybe uh, the Lord was talking to him and said, you better recant and repent before your time has come. And I, I hope, I hope the man upstairs did, you know, uh, yeah. but uh, well, and then, and then also another thing about proposal three, uh, last week uh, we went, uh, we went through the list of some of the donors and <laughs> I'm looking at, and this ties in with something that happened, something that, that came down uh, involving the cryptocurrency firm FTX. Uh, now they're in a huge scandal. I mean, they have just, they just destroyed the cryptocurrency uh, industry, I believe, almost single-handedly. And then they're, they're uh, what's the guy's name who has given out all these donations to uh, to, to Democrats? A guy who's, uh, yeah, I guess. It goes by three initials. Yeah, three initials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Isn't, okay, but this wasn't this guy. This was guy's name was uh, Nishad Singh, who is the uh, director. Oh, yeah. yeah, the director of engineering for FTX, and they gave four million dollars to this. So, you know, and 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 the thing was, that's another thing that Mitch McConnell failed miserably on. Okay, he should have known what was going on here in Michigan because it was all over the country. Now. I don't know if he had his head his his head in the sand or somewhere else, but uh, you would think he could have he could have uh, at least matched that four million dollars that these people sent. It's amazing they they were see the crypto industry is collapsing all around their shoulders, and these people still find time to to uh, scrape together enough money to uh, uh, still find the money rather not the time but the money to get uh, you know to donate to uh, see that uh, death is enshrined in the uh, in the Michigan Constitution. Well. There's just too much uh, in fighting on this subject because the Democrats, they don't care what they say or how they say it. Look at look at look at the black contingent of the uh, of the uh, Congress. Look yeah. how boisterous they are when they speak about what they will do to make sure that they maintain their. Uh, uh, abortion rights, if they mm -hmm. call it. Oh yeah. And, and and see the thing about it is, what people don't realize, because they don't they don't they don't understand. They think that things will be the same. Just go along like it is. Mm -hmm. When after this disastrous election, this is the end of the the uh, the, the the liberty in this country. Uh -huh. This is the end of the, the Republic of America. Yeah. It is now a democracy because you can, you can look toward the, the Supreme Court to be nothing but a, uh, a, a, a reinforcement of government mm -hmm. for the, uh, the, the government position on any effort. Yeah. Because once you uh, start uh, making two or three different uh, opinions on one particular subject, and that is life, where life begins. Life begins 
when 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 lead meets egg egg and everything and yeah. be, and starts that in into motion, that's when life begins. Yeah. In other words, what is in the womb? It's a man or a woman or a boy or a girl. That's what yeah. it is. It's life, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have uh, because the, the person carrying that life is the mother and supposed to protect that life and decides that she doesn't want to she wants more convenience in a in a pregnancy is inconvenient so let's just throw this one aside and 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 go again nobody is protecting that child's rights as of this last election nobody well the music's playing and uh one thing i'll add to that god does not make a mistake Listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734 822 1600. Hello, I am Milt, and this is Latin Speaking Uncensored. Abortion by any name is killing, and abortionists by any name are de facto murderers. On January 22, 1973, the United States Supreme Court issued an unconstitutional ruling on abortion known as Roe v. Wade, which legalized human baby killing and by default made abortionists de facto murderers. Without delay, the ruling capitalized human baby killing into a lucrative business known as Planned Parenthood and the evil enterprise of harvesting aborted baby parts for sale and profit. It is estimated that since 1973, over 60 million babies have been killed by abortion, with the majority being black. Such mass killings of black babies glorifies the murderous ideology of Margaret Singer, the feminazi icon of Planned Parenthood, who called black people human weeds. On June 24, 2022, the United States Supreme Court corrected its unconstitutional 1973 landmark ruling by reconstituting to individual states the jurisdiction of legalizing abortions. However, Planned Parenthood, in order to preserve their extreme baby killer status, conspired with their abortionist comrades and the neo-communist Democrat Party using treacherous efforts to nullify the Supreme Court ruling by placing the resurrection of abortion on the November 8, 2022 nationwide election ballots and used electrical fabricated propaganda to deceive voters into voting to codify abortions as federal law under the pretext of women's health. If abortion forces succeed on November 8, the baby killing fields will be re-fertilized and millions of innocent babies, mostly black, will again be slaughtered. Pro-life people who believe in the integrity of constitutional laws and the United States as a republic, not a fascist dictatorial democracy, must not allow baby killers and murderers to sanitize their atrocities by portraying abortion as family planning, or a woman's right to choose, 
and justify abortion as an exclusive contract between a woman and a doctor or a matter of reproductive rights. The outcry for reproductive rights is idiotic because how can a woman reproduce a baby she produced if it's aborted? To expose the horrors of abortion, truth must be expedited and saturated into conscious, indisputable reality that abortionists choose to kill innocent babies and pro-life people choose to save innocent babies by providing them a chance to live. In the Bible, Ephesians 6.12 outline and reveal the forces of evil congregated against life and contrary to planned to parenthood false narratives, abortions are not always harmless, rare, or safe. Therefore, if life has value, people who value life must vote no against baby exterminations, which are crimes against humanity, knowing that the fight for life is right, it's not extreme or a vice. Because abortions by any name is killing, and abortionists by any name are de facto murderers. I am milked, logically speaking, uncensored saying, Think about it. And uh, just before we, um, you know, I want to say this about abortion. We have uh, allowed uh, aborted babies to become just a, uh, just a, like you throw out garbage because nobody gives a rip at all. And, and I want to say this, uh, there are more babies aborted for the convenience of the mother than any other reason. Uh, they can talk about uh, life, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, with abortion, where, where, uh, you know, if it, uh, I should have a right to, to exterminate these babies because somebody accused uh, somebody of rape. And, and nine out of 10 times, that's what it is, an accusation. Uh, the statistics prove that these these rape cases are fairly rare, but the same thing with incest. That's even rarer than rape. So, is, yeah. and so what we we find is that that it's for convenience because women say things like, "Well, I you know I can't afford a child. I, I, I'm too young to have a child, or I'm too young to." to do this and do that. Well, anybody else, for any other reason, um, you know, for those reasons, for convenience, people will tell you, you got to make an adjustment in, in your life and then do this or that. Yeah. But with abortion, they say, let's snuff out this life because this person didn't didn't exhibit the, the right uh, ideas that, uh, that a mother should have. And uh, again, uh, it's the baby that suffers, not just the baby, but mm -hmm. you and me, because guess what? The protections of that abortion act nullifies the protection by the Constitution. And so what happens is uh, we have one wrongdoing uh, Compounding an accident. Yeah, for another. Uh, yeah. 
you 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 uh, the mother has the right, but the baby, who's the other life, has no rights. Then when it comes to the, not, father, the, not, father, the father has to pay for for this. Now, and I say, you know, I yeah, okay, that's well and good. But shouldn't he have a say? Shouldn't he be able to say, well, I don't want that child aborted? The man, the, the man, uh, Phil. Uh, before we go to Walter and uh, an announcement here, uh, uh, one thing that you got to you got to remember about this is that uh, the uh, the man's uh, why while the, the the man provides one half of yeah. of the of the <laughs> of the, yeah. of the yeah. and and the woman provides that, but they don't want the man to have any. He applies is half it? on the life, but he has no yeah. faith in the matter after that. Well, that's that's the that's the men, the percentage of men who want to be involved in that decision. Yeah. But apparently, evidently, if you look at the numbers of the percentages, actually more men are uh, more men than women are pro-abortion. Because of the message that that sent, that you don't have to be responsible for your actions. Somebody will clear up, will, will clean up after you. And then yep. the other day, but, 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 but think, yeah. think about it though. He's looking out for his convenience. The yeah. same thing that the mother is looking out. For. Absolutely, and that's so, the whole thing. What I'm saying is that's the whole thing. Now we got we've got the protections <laughs> all redounding to the woman. Mm-hmm. No other, nobody else has any say so in this, and that is wrong because what that does is the the Constitution is what is thrown out of the thing, and then yeah. so what do you do now? You start to make up for the 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 lack of the protection by the Constitution by putting political things in charge, Absolutely. making rules. And stuff Absolutely. like that that are unconstitutional. That's what I'm saying. We're losing well, the constitution, got. and it's gonna it's gonna only get bigger and worse. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, that's uh, then that's that's a that's a debate that is gonna rage on and on and on, uh, even as uh, the uh, the time rapidly approaches where Proposal Three will be implemented unless it's taken to court and uh, held up. Because well, how many times there's, did there's they a run? lot of stuff in there, Phil. There's How many times did they run the be... women's right amendment through? Yeah. How many times yeah. did you know? So this is what the kind the thing in the Republican Party seems to have said. Well, you know what? We we got out of that pretty well. You know, we we lost, but we we you know what wasn't too bad. Wasn't they don't too have bad. Yeah, any I know. Effort I know. Of trying to get that get that law out of there. They have well, none, and that's I, that's. I hope so. I hope we. I hope we can, but. Uh, you know, this, the state supreme court is now is now a democrat is now a democratically uh, held institution, along with uh, the, the other two branches of government here. Um, uh, Walter's been waiting very patiently uh, for 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 quite a while here. Uh, let's get him on before we go to the Edwards Notebook, uh, Phil. Uh, Walter, good morning. I understand you have a uh, a comment about uh, Schmucky Schumer. <laughs> yeah, well, I prefer to call him Lucifer Schumer. There you go. Yeah, yeah can you see the oh, horns they, coming out of his head there? Yeah, yeah the guy. <laughs> boy, boy, you you replace him. You replace Nancy Pelosi. You replace him one day, yeah. and you got replaced with another demon, yeah. uh, uh, or or 
part of the devil head instead of the God head. You replace it with another one, you know. But anyway, uh, right. on the abortion issue, and like you said, Bruce, uh, a lot of men, I've heard a lot of men say, we, uh, they should not mess with a woman's right to choose, reproductive rights. You know how stupid that sounds when you say reproductive rights? Reproductive means re- when God created the world, he told Adam and Eve, he says, go and replenish the earth. In other words, do it over. Re- re- you know, repeat. Replenish means you repeat having babies or reproductive. But they call it reproductive rights. Women's reproductive. They all, them Democrats, they all get the same, e- I'll say the same sentences, the same montage of, of words. You know, they all say the same stuff to the point where they wear people out and brainwash people. But I know, hey, you guys know the song, When the Saints Come Marching In? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I want to use that song. Referring to what Schumer said. Uh-huh. You know, uh, you know, part of that song also says, Lord, I want to be in that number. Uh-huh. You know who Schumer don't want to be in that number of the immigrants come marching in over our borders? The Hondurans. <laughs> you don't want them to come marching in. You know why? Yeah, the hun- I, I saw. The I saw that. <laughs> ran away from their country to get away from dictators, tyrants, fascists like Obama, yeah. Biden, and Schumer, and all the rest of those Democrats. And they come uh-huh. over here and they face with them again. So yes, yeah. he does not want the Hondurans, and the, because the Hondurans are not the new Negroes to vote for the Democrats to replace well, not, the Negroes. This well, morning, we're surely giving well, up on only, the Democrats. Well, not only. Not only that, Walter. Not only that, Walter. But did you see how fast those Venezuelans were uh, were, were were spirited away from Martha's Vineyard after they got there? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Well, boy, I was using that as ammunition on one of one of this guy I debated with a lot in Madison Heights at one of my truck stops. Uh-huh. I said, "Yeah, man. What about Obama, man? Did you hear Obama had twenty nine acres?" I said, "As a start, <laughs> he could have let him line up and use his rat- all those restrooms he got." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, then, well, you know, uh, well, okay, uh, go ahead. Well, I, I got some. Uh, go ahead. I just want to ask: uh, yeah. did, did you notice how Chuck Schumer waved the amnesty banner yeah. out in front of everything? Because mm-hmm. this is the whole thing. This is why <laughs> it ticked me off so bad when when uh, George Bush was the president running around talking about uh, uh, that the illegals were doing jobs that Americans won't do. Yeah. What he meant was they're doing jobs that black Americans wouldn't do because we are the ones that used to pick the crops in this country at one time. Yeah. And, and so what happened is uh, we, we got uh, uh, people running around here with the idea that, that uh, we should uh, uh, bring people in here because we're not reproducing when we're killing our kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what yeah. bothers me. We don't even understand it. Black people running around talk about uh, there's so many uh, deaths by the police, so they get them to defund the police. And what happens? Crime goes up. Crime goes exactly up. <laughs> I know. Okay? I Same thing here. We don't yeah. uh, we don't do this or that for the, for 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 immigrants here, but uh, the black people in this country have not been able to do anything to help themselves because one thing, the Democrats keep telling them, just let us do it, we'll handle it, we'll take care of you. And we we bought into it. Right, 
Hey, well, not Walter, only I want to thank you again for the call. Great, not you're, only, you're great. Not, yeah. Not only do we have the workers that that Schumer them and their policies have would have had the workers to meet every need. And how many of those potential workers they murdered over the years, over 60 million? But also, there's another factor. The lazy bums who still living with masks on their face, the masks of suffocation, the masks of submission, the masks of surrender, especially the blacks at Walmart. A lot of those bums, and I know it because I'm out in the the marketplace world working, uh, a lot of places still got help on the signs. A lot of those COVID syndrome people have not gone back to work no they haven't no they haven't that the democrats shut down all this messed up by economy on purpose well it's all about control it's not it's not about public safety anything like that it may it may have been peripherally on the beginning but it became clearer and clearer that you know there were certain segments of the population that simply were not dying you know from from covid and the 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 large the the regret surviving group is the is the kids Walter, well, I want to thank you so much for the call. We got yeah. uh, we got the Edwards Notebook coming up, and uh, we'll get to that right now. Who says that government doesn't want to replace both God throughout society and parents in the lives of America's children? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. Once upon a time in the land called the United States of America, it was recognized that parents had a God-ordained right and authority to train up their children in the way that they should go so that they don't depart when they are older. Also, school teachers were expected and paid to teach the rigors of math, science, language, history, physical education, and reflect the high moral standards that were taught by parents and in churches. Of course, there were always those lurking about longing for the day to destroy our republic from within by dumbing down education and indoctrinating students into becoming useful idiot robots voluntarily helping to destroy our republic from within. In recent years, jackbooted government enforcers have physically attacked parents for speaking out against replacing good education with smut. Parents in Dubornistan, Michigan, were recently told by school board president Roxanne McDonald their concerns don't matter. So now parents have retained the services of a reputable law firm and are taking the abusive Dubornistan, Michigan school board to court. I'm hoping and praying those parents are victorious. I'm Ron Edwards. Enjoy the Ron Edwards American Experience daily to find out where. Go to theronedwards.com. And uh, one other thing, if we think that uh, these immigrants coming across this border are going to, uh, 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 they're going to vote Republican. They might vote Republican, but guess what? They're not going to have no, the, 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 the the constitutional minded things that uh, that should have been put into the Republicans. That they're not going to have that. The only thing they're going to do is whoever's got the most numbers to give me what I want, like anybody else that the government is promising them everything. And that's what this this hey, government okay, uh, here is doing. Yeah, Phil. Yeah, Phil, before we go to Gary from Tucson, I just want to uh, let let the folks know that the final meeting of the Tri-County Liberty Coalition will be taking place next Saturday, November 26th at, uh, at uh, Noni's uh, Grill 3364 Rochester Road in, in, uh, in, in Troy. 
and uh, start time is 11 o'clock. It'll go till 1 p.m. Uh, we are having some announcements about the group. Uh, uh, we will be suspending operations uh, following that meeting. So uh, for more information, I'd, uh, I want, would like you folks to come to our to our meeting and we can get the lowdown on that. So, uh, Gary, uh, welcome to the broadcast. Uh, how's it going out there? I understand you're still counting votes. Well, they might be counting them, but they've called all the races and uh, there's yeah. evidence beyond just like yeah. the last election that they've cheated. Uh, there's all kinds of discrepancies. Machines were shut off, ballots were misplaced and thrown away, mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff like that. Testimony all over the place that this thing yeah. is rigged and it should never be certified. But uh, we're I thought Cook County was corrupt. Same thing. Go ahead. <laughs> I said I thought Cook County was corrupt. Man, well, man. Gary, do you think that this is a case of uh, we'll we'll hold all the ballots back until until uh, you know all of the early ballots? until we get the votes in, then we'll figure out how many we need, and we'll go from there? No. What it is is uh, the day before the election, all the machines were checked, and they all worked just fine. The next mm -hmm. day, all the machines didn't work. So they didn't get to that point where they had to find the votes. They just didn't allow votes to be counted in the first place. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, you had a comment uh, about abortion real quick uh, to wrap up yeah. the broadcast, I understand. Yeah, Yeah. The, the 60 million number is misleading because you mm -hmm. have to take into account generations. Other people would have had more children and grandchildren by now. So it's more like 80 oh, sure. million to yeah. 100 million. Well, that's, well see, that's what uh, Reverend uh, Hunter pointed out when I interviewed him for the book. He said it's not just losing the 60, 60 plus million. And this is a surgical abortions, Gary. Uh most abortions now are done at home uh, with these uh, with these uh, with morning the after lab, pills, which yeah, is what Mantaprano tried yeah. to get uh, prevented from uh, being uh, distributed here in Michigan. Uh, these abortifacient pills will kill will kill the mother if she's not careful, and not to say nothing about to say nothing about what happens to the baby. So and say but, nothing uh, yeah, what happens said, to the so hormones in the uh, body and yeah. all the damage it causes. Oh yeah, exactly. It's frightening. I, I cannot imagine any any woman uh, being that desperate to where she would put her life in her hands that way. Uh, but what you know, makes but me mad what... is is Chuck Schumer <clears throat> sit up there and grin like a chess cat, telling you that you haven't done what it it, it uh, necessary to keep the population of the country up, and yeah. he is the main one responsible for this nonsense. Yeah, well, him and, yeah. and, and, and look, when did Biden come in? Biden uh, took his uh, first uh, his first term in, in Congress in 1972, which was a year before Roe was decided, guys. So he has presided over every single, single solitary uh, abortion in this country up until uh, till the Supreme Court struck down Roe versus Wade. Yeah. Well, exactly. How does he got to stand before his maker and justify that? I don't know. Well, I have no idea. Well, when I was in Michigan, we went to a meeting and we saw the politicians get up and uh, hand glad all the Planned Parenthood people that were in the room and just ignore us and berate us and tell us what to do and tell us to shut up. So yeah. it, that's how he gets his power or his self-worth, because yeah. he gets these people in his office who tell him how wonderful he is and how great he is and, all, and the rest, too. 
and they mm-hmm. can't let that go. That they'll kill babies forever as long as people are telling them how great they are. Well, Gary, that's a great way to end the broadcast. Uh, thanks for calling in from Tucson. Uh, you know, good luck out there. And uh, folks, uh, this is a listener-supported broadcast. We're caller-driven, issue-oriented, and uh, we depend on your on your generosity to stay on the air. And so, as an added, as added incentive, if you send us a donation to uh, our Michigan PO Box One Three Five, Garden City, Michigan Four Eight One Three Five, you'll get your choice between my book or Joe Leonard's book about uh, terror strikes. Uh, Phil. Well, thanks so uh, for listening. Thanks for uh, paying attention. Is round folks, table. But we still do not drop this case. We are continuing the roundtable discussions. See you by next week, correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box One Thirty Five, Garden City, Michigan Four Eight One Three Five.